0: From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Riffy Yitzquitz, and on today's show, I go solo to give behind the scenes on the thought process of my newest design, the shift flutter dress. I discuss the things we think we can't wear and why I believe it's okay and important even to dress conventionally flattering. really looking forward to this episode and that is because it is one of my favorite like ugh, controversial feels like such a clickbaity baby word um, but we're gonna talk about one of my favorite sort of I guess you could say controversial topics today and that is this idea of like flattering and the things that we can and can't wear and how that all ties into the shift flutter dress which is my newest design that is available now. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I think that we have in our heads, like these items that we just, the things we think we can't wear. And sometimes we have very good reasons for that. And sometimes there are things that we've never even tried, but we just believe that for whatever reason, because of whatever you know, some fact about ourselves that there's no possible way that we could feel good in whatever that thing is. Um, so I'll I'll use myself as, as an example. I almost never wear knit skirts. Um, I've never felt great in them. I just find them to be like some weird combination of like stretchy and also too clingy. Um, they're just, they're just not my jam. Like those, I think that they're beautiful. Those like straight knit skirts that have like beautiful patterns in them and things like that. Um, but I've tried them on a couple times, and and they're just not for me. It was actually my feeling about knit skirts that led me to create the snuggle dress. Now that I say that out loud, because I wanted something that had like that same kind of look and feel, but without being super tight. Like I wanted a good version of that. But whatever, different story. Um, but I think that we get stuck in in our heads things like patterns have to you know you can't wear stripes you can't wear you know if if you're bigger you need to wear a large-scale pattern um if you are smaller you need to wear a small-scale pattern you cannot wear straight skirts you cannot wear flared skirts you can't wear um you have to have a tight top you should never wear a tight top we, we all have these things right and i and i know that for some people they're tied to specific i guess instances like incidents you know like they have a traumatic event with a pleated skirt so they will never wear a pleated skirt ever again Speaking of traumatic events, no, that's not a fair. Uh, um, what's the word? Transition, um, but like pleated skirts. For me, when I think pleated skirt, I go straight to a uniform skirt. So actually, having like a skirt that a ple- a skirt with pleats that was not a uniform skirt um, definitely took me a long time to like incorporate that into my closet. And while we're going down memory lane here, that was. Uh, what led me to create the most perfect pleated skirt um, that is just a great winter skirt that's in the collection that was, again, born out of this, like, I, I think that I could do a pleated skirt better. And and we did. Um, but we, we all have these things that we think we can't wear. And by far, I think, the most common You know, in my experience, just, you know, talking to women and having women share with me the things that they think they can't wear, by far the thing that comes up the most commonly is a waist. And I mean that in two different ways. I mean something that is fitted around the waist in some way or another. And I also mean something that are like, um, that has that has a waist seam. A waist seam is what I'll usually encounter with people saying that, you know, they they can't wear anything with a seam across the waist. It just doesn't work for them. They can't wear anything with a seam across the waist. It just doesn't it 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 just doesn't feel right for them. If any anytime I have something to see seam in my race, it makes me think about my belly. It makes me think about my butt. Like it, there's this hang up around the waist seam. Which I will be honest, makes me a little sad. And it makes me a little sad because waist seams are so powerful. They are such a good tool in the construction of a garment. For some geometry for you for a moment. When you are creating a design, what you are essentially doing is capturing volume. You are shaping volume and telling it where to go. And there are lots of different ways that you can do this. But if you want to have volume in one place but not in another, you need to separate those two places. And the way that you do that is with a seam. So for example, if you want a flared skirt and a fitted top, there's got to be a waist seam there basically no other way to do it. You can do versions of, so if I do something without a waist seam and then I put inserts, let's say, at the hem to create volume there, that'll give me a certain type of volume. But if I want like real true, you know, circle skirt-esque volume, you've got to have a waist seam. So, and also, I love waists. I love the power of emphasizing a waist. I also happen to think that waists are just really hot like I, I think that there's something really beautiful about working with the shape of a woman's body in in the way that it involves the waist side note when I was actually in college we I forgot exactly how it came up but we I was in one of my art history classes and we were go it was a fashion history class actually and um we were talking about the ways that different um styles have changed that like this notion of what's beautiful has changed throughout the world has changed throughout the years and I mean this was a fashion history class so we were looking at you know items from like the 1800s to now and you're talking about times when like to show a little bit of ankle was scandalous that kind of thing and the I forgot how it came up but we we that conversation morphed into What is something that like you as a designer think is kind of like foolproof to emphasize? And I went straight to waste. And then it became like a running joke in the class because I think that because most of the other people in my class were not modest dressing or did not really think about modest dressing in that way, there was one other Muslim girl actually, but I wasn't really close with her. Um, So I wonder if she had similar experiences in other classes that I did now come to think of it. But um, I think that people were expecting me to say like, elbow or something (laughs) like, like wrist because of the way that I dress. Um, But because I said waist, the teacher right away was like, ooh, Rebecca likes a waist. And I was like, I don't even know what you're trying to say with that, but okay. Um, And then it kind of became like a running joke throughout the class. But I do think that one of the easiest ways to have a very just put together, I was about to say snatched, but I think I'm too old for that. But you get the idea, kind of outfit um, or kind of look is to use the waist as an anchoring point. And it is also something, you know, using the waist is I think something that modest dressers will feel more comfortable with because it's like, it's not a boob. You know what I mean? It's not, it's something that I think if, Especially if you if you want, if you're looking to dress, I'm gonna say sexy, but like if you're looking if you're looking to do something a little bit more alluring, but you still want to be within your own comfort zone and you still want to be within the comfort zone of what is accepted in the community around you, I think that focusing on a more fitted waist is a really safe way to do that. And it's definitely something that I've done a lot in my designs and in my and in my own personal dressing. So when I first started designing and essentially being exposed to other people's opinions of not necessarily what I made, but even though, yes, that, but how of their own, of how they dress, of how they shop, because you don't really think so much about how other people shop unless you're a fashion designer like you don't really think so much about what other people are thinking about when they're trying on clothes unless you are the one creating the clothes that they are trying on so that experience was very interesting to me because you also by virtue of what I do get exposed to everybody's insecurities and this insecurity around a waist seam was one that I didn't really understand especially because and I've done this as an experiment in my line I have pieces in the line that are fitted through the waist but do not have a waist seam um and they're they're fitted in a little bit of a different way than uh they would be if they did have a waist seam but I'm thinking of things like the piping dress the all-american dress these are all pieces that are fitted through the waist and through some clever tricks in the hem and things like that I'm able to get a little bit of volume towards the hem and and, and have that same kind of look and feel but without a waist seam and I do find that there's a little bit of a lower barrier to entry to those styles because once we have that mental block about the things that we think we cannot wear it becomes easier to approach something even if it has a similar silhouette than it would otherwise so I just thought this whole idea of a waist seam was so funny because you can get you know something that is fitted through the waist, is it's fitted through the waist. Like it didn't even really, the, the actual presence of that line of that seam was not significant to me. So I never really clocked it. And then, uh, yeah. And then I, I kept hearing it from other people and, and that was what really brought it to my attention. And that brings me to the flutter dress. So the flutter dress, if you're not familiar with it, is the best-selling piece in my line, I would call it my signature piece. Um, it is definitely something that I'm probably the most well known for. And it's also my most copied piece in the line. I know who you are, by the way. And it's something that is a really unique from a construction point of view, especially the sleeve with that built in lining. Um, it, it is very, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a signature kind of piece, you know, it's a very specific kind of piece. And it's also a really different sort of piece. It has, it's a really easy piece to wear. It's a really, it's a really beautiful kind of just floaty piece on. And it's something that a lot of people want to try. And it does have a waist seam. And what I found so interesting, again, and again, and again, when it came to the flutter dress, if there was someone who, was trying it on with me either around or they were messaging me as they were trying it on at home more times than I thought I would. I would hear something along the lines of I ordered this against my better judgment. I really felt like I can't wear anything with the waist seam, but I loved it so much that I decided to just go for it anyways. And I am shocked at how well this fits. I am shocked at how much I don't mind the waist seam. I am shocked at how this works for me which I'm not going to lie, feels kind of awesome. <laughs> you know, that feels kind of great, especially because I love to see people taking a little bit more of a freer approach with their wardrobe. I love to see people try new things. This is why I hate palettes because I think that they are uh, discourage creativity in that way, but the, you know, seeing people again and again saying I really hate the way seam but I like, I, I hate not this waist seam, but I hate a waist seam, but I decided to try this anyways and it was so great. And that was really nice to keep hearing. And then on the flip side, I would hear again and again from people as I'm, um, you know, a lot of times I'll spend time with people uh, figuring out which styles make the most sense for them to try. And I'll ask them a couple of questions if they're shopping for a specific, you know, is this just to have in your closet or do you have an event in mind? What kind of vibe are you going for? What do you usually wear? What kind of pieces do you normally gravitate towards? Do you like straight skirts or flary skirts? Things like that. Um, I would find that every now and then I would suggest any dress, but let's say the flutter dress specifically, with that waist seam. And they would go, they would immediately say, oh, no, I can't try that. It has a waist seam. It's not for me. And, you know, you can, I can push a nudge as much, you know, I'll push a nudge a little bit sometimes. But if you're not open to it, you're not open to it. And that's totally fine. But I found that it was such a barrier for some people to get past the. Waist seam, which I still kind of can't wrap my head around. Like, I understand it intellectually, but it does still make me a little bit sad because the original flutter dress is such a great dress and such a good design. And if you haven't tried it yet, you definitely should. But it was it was just something that I noted. Okay, this waist seam is a definite barrier for a lot of people. And so when I came to thinking, you know, to what I wanted to be designing this spring summer season, I had this idea to kind of revisit the flutter dress, and to specifically revisit it without a waist seam. I want to talk you through the design of the original flutter dress so that I can kind of explain why why it originally has. That waist seam. The, the flutter dress, the main feature of the flutter dress is what's called a flutter sleeve. It is a sleeve that is a, a kind of a fluted shape. It's a type of sleeve that we usually see done in a sheer fabric like an organza or a tool. Um, and it's just a very floaty, kind of ephemeral sleeve the way that mine is different is that it's done opaque it is done elbow length usually this type of sleeve is done cap length or somewhere in between cap and elbow length and I have it constructed with a lining built in so the the sleeve lining usually the sleeve is done without a lining but this has a sleeve lining that is fully, it's like a regular tight sleeve underneath. So you can think of it kind of as like a built-in shell. So it's one piece, but you're covered underneath. So that's the sleeve. The neckline on the original flutter dress is a gathered neckline and it gives this, uh, the fabric is this beautiful cotton gauze. So the gathered neckline really highlights that texture. And then the skirt is a like I would call it like a very flared skirt. It's again, a soft cotton gauze fabric. So you have a lot of the just like floatiness and flutteriness that you see in the skirt and also in the sleeve. And it gives you this really nice balance to the sleeve. Now, having that volume in the skirt and the volume in the sleeves and then having that waist seam as the anchor, aside from the fact that from a technical perspective, you cannot make a gathered neckline um, and a flared skirt in this way without that waist seam the waist seam also serves as an anchor for the look because you've got that volume at the sleeve and the volume in the skirt and you need something that kind of draws the eye in that's also by the way why the flutter dress works on almost every single body type because it has that natural inherent balance that natural um that that natural flow to it that works with you know it works with anything no matter what your actual body shape is so when a thinking of how do i create the flutter dress without the waist seam you're really taking away a crucial element you're taking away the anchoring of the outfit you know you're taking away the 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 key <laughs> sort of for it i knew that i couldn't just take away the waist seam keep that gathered neckline and make just like a tent dress um that would just be overwhelming it would be too much volume it would be everything that I don't want my clothes to be so I knew that that wasn't an option but if you're going to do something without a waist seam and you still want it to have some measure of balance in the volume then you need to really think very carefully about how you're going to construct that shift dress shape Um, and that's how the shift flutter dress was born a shift dress is a type of dress that is um it's 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 a loose dress um the sculpt dress which was a piece that i introduced into the collection last summer is another example of a shift dress that dress has a little bit more volume in it um, towards the bottom of the skirt but the basic idea is the same and the idea with a shift dress is that you get something that kind of flows from the bust line to the hem and it doesn't go in at all at the waist but and you can play around with where the actual, like where the intense volume starts. So on this shift flutter dress, um, it's straight-ish, I would say, to, from bust to waist, and then um, flows out more from waist to hem. This is all kind of like, that's ephemeral. You know, if you were looking at the paper pattern and measuring, you would notice it, but looking at the dress, I don't know that you necessarily would. But the idea is that you get a, a a flowiness straight through the whole dress that works with the sleeve without competing with it and without being too overwhelming and without feeling like you're just wearing a tent. And then the, the, like the, I don't know what the word is right now. I'm losing it. But like the, the, the star, I guess you could say of this version of the flutter dress of the shift flutter dress is the optional belt. And I included the belt because I really love a waist, (laughs) Included the belt because I I think that you can wear perfectly fine without the belt. The belt is totally optional. There are no belt loops and won't look weird if you wear it without the belt. Um, but I really do think that this design benefits from having that waist anchor. So the belt is optional, and I created it in such a way where you can get a really nice flat knot. So the belt actually has a button loop in it, um, and if you thread the opposite end through the button loop, then you create another loop you thread it you thread it through the button loop and then you bring it around itself similar to how you would tie a leather belt um then you can get a really nice flat knot and you can still create that waist in this dress without having to um you know without having something as extreme as a waist seam so I think that also you know all of this really ties into the idea of what we consider flattering you know one of the um When it comes to, you know, the things that we think we cannot wear, a lot of times we think that we cannot wear them because wearing something else will make us look thinner, because wearing something else will make us feel better, because we will just not look good in a certain thing. And this is actually a question that I get a lot because I 100% truly and firmly believe that if you love something, you should wear it. And I also know that if your goal is to appear smaller, there are certain things that will do that and certain things that will not. And when I talk about body shape and dressing for your body type and understanding how to balance the natural volume in your body with the volume in your clothes, yeah, those things are going to make you look smaller. And a, I, I believe legitimate criticism that I get um, somewhat often is if you really believe that everyone is beautiful no matter their size and if you really believe that you should wear whatever you want, then why are you trying to help people look smaller? And I hear you. It is confusing and it is sometimes even confusing for me. But I think that as women, we have been asked to do so much. We have been asked to conform to these beauty standards for decades, probably longer than that, that where, where the goalpost is always moving and where there's never a way where you can really keep up. And I think that to ask someone under those circumstances feel great about yourself and don't care what you look like and it's okay if you're bigger and don't worry about even thinking a little bit at all about what these societal beauty standards are. I just don't think that that's fair. I don't think that to ask anyone myself included myself especially to just automatically feel great about themselves completely ignoring every single notion of flattering that they've ever heard I just don't think that that's fair and I'm also not even sure that it's possible so if I know ways that can make if I know which types of clothes let's say are more or less flattering that's information that I'm going to share because I think that if women themselves had that information, then they themselves can choose when, if, and how to use it. And that I think is really important as well. The 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 notion that you're just going to like just automatically be able to reject years and years and decades and decades of conditioning around what we should and shouldn't look like is ludicrous in my opinion. So, yeah, if I have information that will make you look smaller or appear smaller or more conventionally flattering, whatever that means to you, then I'm going to share it. And that's why I really like waist, by the way, because I really think that waists are such a good um, – th- they're a really good way to do that. And It's a really good way to think about that. But if that's not a step that you're willing to take and if you are not ready to kind of overcome those things in your head that you think that you can't wear – then there are other options for you and I'm happy to create those other options and that's where the shift flutter dress comes from that's what the you know that that's what the the idea of it is so yeah like I said it's the same flutter sleeve with the built-in lining as the original flutter dress on a shift body with the belt that is totally optional oh the fabric Uh oh, can we talk about the fabric the shift flutter dress is made of a crinkle chiffon this is, I think, one of the best fabrics to wear in the winter. It is so lightweight. The, fa- the outer fabric is sheer. The lining is completely opaque. But the it is lightweight. It, has- it weighs nothing. Like when you're wearing it, it really feels like there's nothing on. And it is textured. So you get the wonderful effect of what I call a special solid, where it's not busy like a print, but you can get, like all of the goodness, all of the goodness, and and everything that comes along with having, just you know, texture and 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 dimension, and especially on that flutter sleeve, the crinkle and the chiffon really allows that volume to just. I mean, it's fantastic. And the sheerness as well is an element that the flutter dress does not have. And that really blends in with this, just the whole ephemeral quality of the entire dress. It's really, really beautiful. And it's really, really floaty. Uh, It comes in two colors. Black, because duh, who doesn't love black? And then it also comes in this gorgeous sage green. This color for, uh, if you're not like me and you like a palette, my autumn palette people this is your summer green it's a stunning stunning green um that's really really rich and also not you know we're not going neon territory but it's just this really striking beautiful beautiful color so that's the shift's flutter dress that's how i created it that was the the thought process behind it um like all of my styles it's available in sizes extra small through 2x because this is a looser fitting style it runs extra small through 2x instead of 2 through 24 uh the extra small is equivalent to size 2 4 in my line the 2x is equivalent to size 22 24 um and everything in between and if you need any help with sizing or styles or anything like that feel free to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram or send me an email. It's Rivky R-I-V-K-Y at impactfashionnyc.com. And if you'd like to try the Shift Flutter dress, it is available at impactfashionnyc.com right now. uh, And it'll be at the address later this week. So you can check it out there. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see more of my designs, please in the show notes. In the last episode i spoke with representative alma hernandez she shares your life working to bring awareness to holocaust education as a member of the arizona state legislature listen to it wherever you're hearing this one the be impactful podcast is a project of impact fashion the clothing line i created because i believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer see my modest designs that are available in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com access all of that by swiping up on the cover art there are currently 20 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getoraorg recalcitrant-parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Ruth Squitz. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.